Jesus in my life, episode five. I remember they were like, okay, it's time like to do worship. And I was like, I have no clue what that is. And hmm. what yeah. did you imagine? Yeah, I was, yeah, I, was I don't know. They were like, we're going into the sanctuary to do worship. And I was like, wow, these are big words. Welcome to Jesus in My Life, a podcast with Rob and Jack, where we interview everyday people like me and you about their extraordinary experiences with our Savior, Jesus Christ. We're really excited this day to be meeting with Lewis, who we've had the privilege of watching really flourish in his relationship with Jesus. And so we brought him on today to kind of share his story. But just a little context, Lewis is a college student at Point Loma. Um, Lewis, tell us a little bit more about yourself. What are you, what are you studying? Hey, um, so yeah, I'm Lewis. I'm a college student on Point Loma. I'm a finance major, and I also have a youth and family ministry minor. So Very nice. cool. Very cool. That's awesome. So, you know, uh, Lewis, uh, we were talking the other day, and I was asking you, like, hey, how did you end up at church? You know, before we get to that, like, give us a little history on yourself. Like, what was your upbringing like? What did you know about, what was your thoughts on religion and Christianity? Okay, so growing up, my family was like, kind of went to Catholic church. We were like, really inconsistent with it. Um, It was definitely like a social thing. I had friends. I thought it was fun just to like, go and hang out. And Mm -hmm. once I started playing like, travel baseball and all that, like, weekends, we never really would go anymore. So we kind of stopped. But still through like middle school and elementary school, I would go through like first communion and confirmation classes. So like I've done all of that. And then even my freshman and sophomore year of high school, I volunteered back at that confirmation program and just like led a small group with my friend. And the whole time it was just like really social. I mm-hmm. enjoyed the community. Um, some of my best friends were going. So it was like, I'll go too. like, it's good people. So yeah. Okay. What was God in the equation of that for you? Um it was social um it was just not a lot of like thought there it wasn't like a lot of doubt or like contemplation on the idea of god um but i was learning like the stories in the bible and like things about jesus so that aspect was obviously there because it was church but um it was just like not the the part of it that like made me go or like Mm -hmm. the part of it i latched onto. so so this is junior high, high school. What changed? What? How did you end up at a Christian church? Yeah. Um, so at first, my friends Cam and Lauren, they invited me to Young Life, which is just like a high school social group with like a Christian aspect embedded into it. So it's like you go there, play games, hang out, eat food. And then at the end, there's some kind of like devotional or like do one worship song or something like that. But it's like very social just to kind of get people to start knowing Jesus maybe a little bit. Um, and then also find that like community, but it really started when I went to my friend Nicole's birthday party and Lainey, her friend invited me to living water youth group. And I went the first time just to meet a few people. I went with one of my baseball teammates. I didn't want to go alone. So I went with him too. Um, so yeah, I went there the first time and I remember we started out, we were playing like nine square and spike ball, just like having a good time. <laughs> there were a few other people like I didn't even know went to Living Water that were there. So 
it was like cool to like talk to them again. And then I remember they were like, okay, it's time like to do worship. And I was like, I have no clue what that is. And hmm. what yeah. did you imagine? Yeah, I was, <laughs> yeah, gonna be, yeah, yeah, I, was imagine I don't that? know. I, they were like, we're going into the sanctuary to do worship. And I was like, wow, these are big words. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I didn't know. Like I said, I was like, I don't know if they were going to have like palms and they're like waving them like in the, in the sanctuary. Like I really just had no clue. Um, and then we went in and we were singing like it's, like worship through song. So we were just singing and I remember the song that stuck out to me was King of my heart and just like, you are good like over and over again. <laughs> and that just like stayed with me and stayed in my head. And I remember that week I went home and listened to it and a couple other songs that they did. I think it was like tremble and stand in your love, but obviously they stuck with me. I still remember that. And that was just kind of like the beginning yeah. of like getting me in the door and like just singing those words, like you are good to God. And just letting him have that kind of led into everything else. So, so Lewis, this was obviously a new experience for you then yeah. in terms of church. Mm-hmm. And because of your previous experience, there really wasn't that for you or that didn't connect with you. And then for some reason, this connected with you. Was it specifically the words or? Yeah, there was a newness to it. Right. Okay. Um, and like for me, I guess the music before was all like traditional hymns and like Got it. that kind of thing. So it was never like, honestly, I don't even know the words to most of those hymns, like right. the like very famous ones, I guess. Yes. Mm-hmm. But um, it was just like simpler and not yeah. as like showy. It was just like, Got it. okay, these words, like I don't have to like think about what they meant like 200 years ago to like understand what I'm saying. It was just yeah. like so clear that wow. like, this is what I'm singing. So I guess, yeah. yeah, I don't know if that answers your question. Yeah, it sure does. Yeah, it's interesting yeah. to get that take. You know, I, I remember uh, when my first couple experiences at church with music that resi- you know, resonated with me, oh my gosh, it was so powerful. Yeah. It was yeah. like, I, I just would be moved to tears, Yes, right? Uh, but it's interesting that the style of music had a big impact on that, right? There was some songs that were sung at the first church I went to where I just, I, I just tuned out. I just wasn't yeah. able to connect with that style of music. And, you know, that's changed as I become a Christian. Like, it doesn't matter what style of music it is now. Yeah, if it right. talks about Jesus in, in the right way or my relationship with him, right. it touches me. Yeah. Right. But early on, like, sometimes we can get stuck on tradition and there's multiple ways to worship Jesus. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes God can use that to connect with people. Cause I think you were mentioning to me that music's a big part of your yeah. family culture right yeah just like as we were growing up like we always had music on Mm -hmm. and it's always been like more than just the music like there's something behind it so like seeing that like unveiled in a way like is has just been so cool um yeah but yeah it was always like there's a deeper something to music yeah um so i just love that because that that's just a testimony of how god meets us right where we're at yeah yeah and so i mean it sounds like that was the beginning of something new for you certainly so so after that experience and you mentioned that you went home and contemplated a lot of this stuff for that week mm-hmm. what were some other things that maybe you thought maybe god was doing maybe not the time but but what, looking back what what else mm-hmm. was god doing looking back it was just one one thing was like why are these people different? And like, why are mm. they doing what they're doing? Cause mm. Justin um, yeah. was also at that youth group. I had just come back from a baseball game with him and a baseball setting is very different than a youth group setting. Right? right. And I just see my teammate with his like hands up in worship. And I'm like, 
what is going on? Like, huh. this is so weird. Um, yeah. So, like, that was another thing, just, like, contemplating, like, how can a person, like, he's exactly where I am on the baseball field with my teammates, um, and then he comes here and, like, does that. So, like, hmm. how is that different? How does that work? Like, hmm. and I, deep down, there was definitely a longing, like, I want that. And yeah. why is it like that? And I'm going to find out how that is. And I did. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. That's really cool. So, what kept you coming back to youth group? Was it really, was it the worship? Was it the social? Mm-hmm. Or was it truly like what was going on in your heart? Or do you think it was like all of it? Yeah, I think at first probably, so I started going in like May of my sophomore year and through about the end of July, I'd say it was like all social. Like I was just making new friends and that's mm-hmm. exciting. And they were good people. So it's like that part is so God, just like keeping yeah. me drawn into that and like their love and gentleness, like being so alluring to me, I guess. And then I always laugh about it, but I'm like, at that point, then I started actually listening to the messages. <laughs> like at yeah. first it was just so social and so fun, but I actually started like listening and taking in um, what was being taught. So at that point it was like, I was starting to grow in knowledge too. And just like a better understanding of like why we're actually there. So did you have any more to your question? That no, no, no. That's <laughs> yeah. No, I was just curious about that. Yeah. And the other thing I was thinking about, and and this is maybe speaking from my own experience with church and my own upbringing. Did the thing that really stuck out to me when I first started going to church is people of all kinds of cultures mm-hmm. and social standings mm-hmm. all getting along and loving each other. Yeah. You know, you were a jock, right? I mean, you were, you know, you played baseball. That was, that was probably your DNA at the time. Was it at all awkward for you or weird to have come to a youth group where there's people from all over the, you know, like all kinds of Um, interests and uh, social standings? (laughs) I would say, okay, actually not really. Um, I was also in ASB in high school. So it's like a very like everyone, like, What's ASBA? Oh, it's like the Associated Student Body. It's like the leadership program. And I was like super involved in that with baseball also. So like seeing a lot of different people like together was just like kind of normal, but seeing them all get along for like a shared purpose was something that was different and Mm -hmm. stuck out. And that was like noticeable because I knew people from like different aspects of my life because I knew Nicole. I know Nicole and Justin are siblings, but like I knew her from like, just like my regular friend group. I knew Justin from baseball. Brandon, who started coming, was like on my soccer team originally. It's like all these different aspects of my life were like coming together, but like for one shared purpose, um, not to just like do different things. So in that way, it like was different. So you were contemplating this whole new experience. Mm Mm-hmm. And this was this was new territory for you, really, and it was opening up your your mind and heart. Share with us, Lewis, then a little bit more about the progression of that and yeah. how that kind of increased, and then your involvement in youth group, and then just more of what God was speaking to you specifically. I mean, was He asking you for some sort of response, or um, how, how where what, where were you in that space during that time? Yeah, so like I said, I would say that I started listening more my Mm -hmm. what would be the beginning of my junior year and it was just kind of that same like just listening more learning more um getting to know people more up until 
March, which is when the pandemic started, when COVID started. Mm -hmm. Um, And when that started, it was kind of like, I'm locked in my house, but it was also like, God so used that to just be like, go. Like, Mm -hmm. it was such a like jumping off point of just like diving into like all he had. And I was like, just had things every day. Like I would do like a devotional every day in my free time when I like, I don't know what else I would have been doing, but I just like wanted to read my Bible and Mm. to like, I I don't even remember how many books of the Bible I read, but more than I have in two weeks since then or beforehand. Right. Um, I was just reading a lot, um, listening to a lot of new music, talking to those youth group friends and just getting stuck in and just diving deeper right when COVID started. And then once I got stuck in with God, obviously he starts bringing stuff up that you got to deal with. So there was like, I was, I was a baseball player. So like the culture obviously is so different. Um, just like drinking and smoking are like normal things. And I'm, I've never been like a huge party or anything like that, but those were still things you had to work through and you had to deal with and that you felt that conviction about and you had to work through with God. So like I did those things and, I didn't think like it was that challenging and I like thanked God for it. Um, cause I still like, it wasn't my own strength, I guess. And I was also in a relationship at the time that I had been in for, I think two years at that point. So like another, like just the way it is, is like you go down that path to like sexual immorality. So that was probably the biggest thing that like God brought up and God that I had to just give to God and let his strength do the work because I could not do it on my own. Yeah. Um, and I tried, but it was like one of those things that just, it took a little while, but um, God did it and God's so good for it. So wow. that was so cool. And then, yeah, once I, I don't have like a specific day, like some people do where sure. like it clicked, but yeah, I got baptized October 4th. I think it was, I should know that date. Um, I think it was October 4th of that year. And I've just kind of, been super involved and I've like gone through that transformation. So I know what it can be like for the other youth and young adults. Um, and I want that for them. Like who doesn't want that for them? And yeah, like just because like I've gone through stuff doesn't mean my growth has stopped. Like it's just been, I was talking to Jack about this. Like once one thing, like you feel like you figured out one thing, another thing rises up to the top Yeah, and you're like, I don't want to deal with this, but you have to. Um, and like God is so, good for putting that on your heart. Mm. And that's been a big thing is like praying for conviction, which is like, that's a scary prayer. Like you don't want that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> but he'll do it and mm. it's good. I, I'll be honest. Uh, I look at the life of Lewis from, you know, I think we've recently kind of formed a friendship, but I've been able to watch from the sidelines to see what God's been doing in your life. And what I really have grown to appreciate about Lewis is that he was Always somebody who I, from what I can tell, was like, okay, I'm all in. Yeah. Uh, this isn't, okay, I like Jesus, but I also like all this other stuff. And so I'll f- squeeze Jesus in here somewhere and I'll have a little bit of Jesus, but I'll still do everything else that I like to do that's probably not in line with Jesus, right? And uh, Lewis is, from my perspective, been willing to be like, okay, Jesus first, you dictate. And that hasn't equaled a boring life or unfulfilled mm. life. Actually, Lewis thriving, and I think it's just an awesome testimony of what it what it looks like to truly okay. I'm all in, God. What what do you want to do? 
Search my heart and know me and show me if there's any wicked way. Okay, deal with it. Root it out, Lord. And I'm willing to deal with that with you. I trust you. And it's been rewarded mm. with so many other experiences that supersede yeah. the joy we had in the things that weren't glorifying to God. Right. I remember during that pandemic time, the beginning of that, and youth group was virtual, like everything else. And I was able to pop in there uh, during this time. I'm not sure if you remember this. I remember, yeah. <laughs> and we had a really deep prayer time. And uh, I was glad that I was invited to to join that just because of you know, what the pandemic was doing, uh, really among, among teenagers, youth, and certainly in our, in, in, in that youth group, there were a lot of things that were challenging. And, um, during that prayer time, it was pretty amazing how God was able to give me a vision for you. And, and, and I didn't really know you at the time and just really sensed the Lord had this real special calling on you and this anointing of, of leadership and, and because of your experience, because of this changed life that you're continuing to experience, God has marked you uh, to be a leader in the kingdom. And so, so glad, Lewis, to hear your story in more detail. And um, if you're listening to this, make sure you share this with uh, with other people as well. Lewis, in closing, what would you say to someone that is maybe in high school? Their life really looks fine right now. Mm-hmm. Um, everything's going pretty well, but they don't know the Lord. What would you say? Yeah, I mean, I would just say, like, get to a youth group, get to a friend that is a Christian, um, and just kind of talk to them. And then, like, Jesus will show up if you ask him to. And when you ask him for things, like, in faith, he'll so give it to you. So, um, I just ask, like, that you would do that. And then you would just know that, like, on the other side is so much more than the hard time you're going to have to go through like changing your life because God is going to bring those things up. Um, he's going to be real with you. He's going to get you stuck in places that you don't want it to be a problem. Um, but on the other side of that, it's just so much abundance and so much fullness of life that you didn't even realize you were lacking. So just find someone and get stuck in. Yeah. It reminds me of, a I, I, you know, we used to work in the video game industry and, you know, I was kind of a Lone Ranger Christian for a long time and, and everybody knew it, you know, and somebody mm-hmm. was at, you know, asking a genuine question, like, how do you know God is real? Like, I don't really, really believe that God, you know, how do you know? And I said, if you are serious about wanting to know God, he will always show up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, that means, you know, God is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. If you have a genuine interest right. in knowing God, He's going to show up. (laughs) But the truth is, most of the time, we're just looking for an excuse not to believe, right? Mm -hmm. So most of the the time, the challenges that we present towards God and faith and Christianity are stem from a place of, I want to not believe versus I'm open to being proven wrong. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And God is, God. yeah, God always shows up, 100%. No one's going to be able to stand before God on Judgment Day and say, well, you didn't give me a shot. Well, thanks again, Lewis, for uh, sharing. The foundation of Jesus in My Life podcast is found in the story in Luke chapter 8, where Jesus delivers this man from demons. And Jesus tells him 
Now go back to your family and tell them everything God has done for you. And I love this part. It says, so this man went all through the town proclaiming the great things Jesus had done for him. That is the purpose of Jesus in My Life podcast. Thank you again, Lewis, for sharing. Again, make sure to share this podcast with your friends and family and social network. God bless. And now a reflection on today's interview. As I reflect on this interview with Lewis, I can't help but think of Zechariah 4.10 that says, Do not despise these small beginnings, for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin. You see, if you picked up on a little detail, Lewis ended up at youth group through the invitation, a simple invitation from a girl named Lainey. Lewis may have gone to youth group for social purposes, but he ended up finding the living God. Lainey could have ignored the thought of inviting him. Sometimes we think that God's call on our life requires some big step. We need to we need to preach and we need to convert somebody. And sometimes it's a simple invitation that God uses to draw somebody into his kingdom. Don't despise the small leadings of the Holy Spirit to share your faith with somebody or to invite them to church or simply to ask them how they're doing today and listen with a caring heart. You never know what God can do with our simple actions of faith. Thank you for joining us today. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Jesus in My Life. New episodes release every Tuesday. Subscribe on your preferred podcasting platform so you don't miss a single episode. If you have enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing this podcast with a friend or family member. If you would like to help our visibility online, consider rating us and posting a review on Apple Podcast. Have an awesome Jesus in My Life story? Contact us at Podcast at gmail.com.